Hi, and thank you for joining Dating While Black's radio podcast. Dating While Black was created to open real dialogue between the sexes in hopes that it will foster positive exchange and help cultivate our communities. The radio segments will address issues that relates to the world, our communities, relationships, and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy this segment. So the best way to get the most out of your dating experience is obviously to eliminate or weed out Uh, Those people who may not be a good fit as early as possible, because we all know um, if you end up spending enough time or a lot of time with a person, you start to like them, uh, feelings can develop rather quickly in some cases. And a lot of times our judgment, and this speaks for men and women, your judgment gets completely cloudy. And things that you would have not accepted in the beginning, those are things that you start to make concessions for, right? So I feel, or I'll say this, the best way to have an opportunity to have the most healthy and lasting relationship is to Pay attention to red flags so that you can get, um, you know, people that are not ready for you or ready for what you're ready for out of your life. Okay. So there are plenty of red flags out there, right? I'm just only going to go over about 20 red flags that you can look out for. Now, understand your one person's red flag may not be the next okay and I also want to say you should be very careful when and paying attention to red flags because sometimes people create situations that are not that are not true or not valid and when I say that I mean you could be so consumed with protecting yourself to where you're looking out for red flags and anything that closely resembles something that you may see as an obstacle in the future. Sometimes people are so hypersensitive that they easily eliminate people by prematurely uh, or prematurely eliminate a person uh, because they may have misinterpreted a situation. So I always say, try to balance things out. Don't be abrupt in cutting people off because of what you perceive to be a red flag. Uh, Give it time. Sit back. Pay attention. There's no need to rush into anything. That means there's no need to rush into a relationship with somebody. There's also no need to rush in cutting someone off. Um. But anyway, I'm going to get directly into the red flags. But understand, just because someone may exhibit some of these that are on this list does not mean that you need to cut them off completely at all. It just means pay attention. Keep your eye open. For example, the first one that I have on my list, and again, I'm going to give about 20. I have 30 on this list, but I'm going to give 20. The first one is secretive. Okay, so this is an example of 
a reason to be uh, on the lookout, but not a reason to cut someone off. So many people are are protective of their own feelings and certain things that how they move around, you know, to where they are mainly women, especially women, are not so open to, say, give a guy exactly where she works or where she may live. Um, So secretive can be just something that someone does in the beginning. However, if they are secretive about everything throughout um, a period of you trying to get to know them, that is definitely a red flag you want to look out for. Either this person may have some emotional baggage and maybe they're not healthy enough to even be in a relationship, right? Uh, Or they're secretive because they have something to hide. Either way, it is something to look out for if someone is secretive about everything, like what they're doing, where they're at. And again, not that you need to be the person drilling them as to answer because no one has the answer to you. But if someone is secretive, you kind of want to look out, pay attention to, okay, what does this mean? Is this something I need to concern myself with or, or not? Let me give it time. The next one is a person that avoids conflicts at all costs. Now, in the beginning, a person that avoids conflicts, that's just a person, you know, that may seem like, they're level-headed, easy, easy going, and, you know, just kind of want to go with the flow. There's nothing wrong with that because in our actuality, who wants to always be in a confrontational situation, right? But if they always avoid a conflict at all costs, then that is someone who may have an issue in communicating how they truly feel. I'll give you an example. Say, for instance, you and this young lady or gentleman, you guys have some type of disagreement. It could be very, very simple, nothing deep, just something surface. And instead of the person um, addressing the situation, they kind of like just shut down and avoid even discussing it. You can look at it as that in, that person is saying, you know what, it's not even worth talking about and keep it moving. But if you notice a pattern of a person that continuously avoids conflicts, then uh, chances are their, their uh, conflict resolution skills are not good. They would rather allow things to build up than to address things head on. Or maybe they're not serious enough in you to try to resolve anything, okay? So that's number two. On the flip side, number three is very confrontational. You have people that are straight conversationalists that loves communications. Most women do. <laughs> but there are quite a few men out there that are great communicators. However, you also have people that wants to always prove their point to you no matter how big or how small it is no matter how important it is or not they feel the need to share with you how they feel and it's always leads into some type of drama for most people 
it's not even worth it. You know, and when I say very confrontational, there's comes times where you may have a disagreement, but this person seems like they always have to get their point across, regardless if they're right or wrong. And it's always finding an issue. Not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily have to be with you, but they always have a story about how somebody at work, someone in their family, someone at the store, their sibling, their child, their ex, whatever, and there's always an issue, that's definitely something you want to look out for, okay? Number four, unreliable, okay? And I mean, outside of dating, why even have anyone in your life that is not reliable? Now, when I say reliable, I'm not speaking about you um, expecting the person to take on some type of responsibility that's yours, just pay your pay your bills. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the reliability to where when they say something is going to happen, that it will. If you can rely on them, you know that if they, that their word is bond. Pretty much, they're a reliable stand-up type of woman or a stand-up type of guy. If they say something's going to happen or you guys are going to say, for instance, and when it comes to a date, uh, if you're a gentleman and you set up a date with her and she's kind of flaky, that's kind of, that's an unreliable type of person, right? You have a date and then she continues to back out. Um, that person is pretty much unreliable, unconsistent, and to be honest with you, uninterested for the most part. At the same time with a woman, if a gentleman is going to meet you somewhere and he always cancels or he's not available or you, or you're always kind of left hanging, that person's unreliable, not even a good characteristic to even date someone. Why would you want to go on to the next step with that person? So number four is unreliable. Number five, insecure and jealous. Now, in the beginning, I talked about how people can take things too far and misinterpret certain actions and consider it as a red flag. This is not one of them, right? The the jealousy, that is definitely a red flag. There's no question when it comes to someone being jealous, you see it for what it is. The insecure type is something definitely to look out for. And when I say insecure, I'm not talking about when you put someone in a position where they are insecure or make them doubt if you like them or how you care about them and they ask you about it, that's completely different. I'm speaking of a complete situation where that person has no reason to be insecure um, or jealous. You want to look out, definitely want to look out for that. Number six, poor decision-making. As adults, we have certain fundamentals or certain things that 
we fundamentally have to take care of, and that is our bills, right, our health, um, our finances, our careers, and for those of you who have children, our children. If an adult is making poor decisions, meaning they always, you notice they always call into work or always late to work, this makes you kind of question some things. Uh, maybe they have a flexible job and they don't care. Their employer doesn't care. But you want to pay attention to, say, for instance, they have a child and you knew that the past weekend they went out of state on a trip. And here it is the week, like they're back from the trip and now they're asking for money or they have to run and get a loan. Um, they're not really responsible with their finances or their responsibilities. Okay. So a person that makes poor decisions. Another red flag is a person who does not set boundaries. Okay. No one should be dating a yes man or a yes woman. Everybody has to set boundaries boundaries. Yeah, it may be cool in the beginning. This person's always saying yes to you. But that person that cannot set boundaries with you, they also may not set boundaries with other people within their life. And they tend to be the ones that everyone disrespects or run over or don't have the level of respect that they should. So again, that one is not really a person to necessarily not deal with. But understand, there's a price tag that comes along with a person that does not set any boundaries. We are on number eight. A person that dislikes your family and friends. You should always be careful that unless, I mean, unless everybody in your circle is horrible and this person that you happen to meet is just this wonderful, wonderful girl or wonderful guy. And they can see past all the BS of everybody in your family, right? Then, okay, that's different. But 99.9% .9 of the time, your friend, they're your friends. Those are people who have your back. They're, they are there for you as well as your family. And they want the best for you. If the person that you met does not like your friends... None of them and your friends nor family have given them a reason to dislike them. You want to look out for that person. A lot of times people that are abusive or don't mean the best for you or are not the best for you want to isolate you from your family. So that's somebody or someone or characteristics that you want to definitely look out for. Nine, a person that is over-emotional, a drama person. Now, it's a little bit different than the person that is very uh, confrontational. A person that's emotional, they always have something going on, some type of drama going on. And anything that you may say may hurt their feelings or they're always in their feelings about something that you said, you did, something that someone else said or did these people are draining they will drain your energy and it's really not worth it so that is a major red flag that once you see that you need to be out of there that's just 
to me, that's one of the biggest red flags that you can't misinterpret. A person that is always, always emotional for no reason. And that doesn't mean that they're a bad person. That just means that, you know what, right now they are not in a healthy state to even be in a relationship. The next one is super sexual. And when I say super sexual, I mean that is the only thing that's on their mind. And then, I mean, it goes, it really, really goes both ways, right? If their whole objective, their whole Everything that you talk about turns leads into sex. Now, there's there's a difference between someone being sexually attracted to you and someone that is only attracted to sex and you just happen to be the host, right? You have to pay attention. If you're looking for something that comes with, that's, that includes that includes that encompasses meaning, connection, and the only time every time you talk to that person, that is the only conversation that goes up. Maybe it's a joke about sex, maybe it's a question about sex, a conversation about sex. If you can't have a series of independent conversations with this person in person or over the phone, and it does not go to sex, even if you talk about it for one second, there is more to life in a relationship than sex. In the beginning, especially if you get to the point where you decide that you want to be intimate with this person, hopefully um, you're making the best decision. Um, And we'll talk about that later in a different episode. But If the conversation is always about that, there's really no substance because to be honest with you, anybody can have sex with anybody at any point. If you don't have a connection with that person, there is really, there's nothing there. You can be easily replaced because all you are is just a body to that person. Okay. The next one is a person that is basically immature. Don't have to go through an example, but you start noticing some immaturity or some immature traits. And a lot of times you notice that in the type of conversation that you have. Men notice that in the type of conversation that they have with women early on. Uh, Sometimes women notice it as well, but men can pick up on things a lot easier and quicker than women. But men differently. Men differs in the point fact that women, when we notice something, we tell them and then the guy changes because of what we said. A man will sit back and allow you to be as immature as you want and he will either distance himself from you or put you in a category. That's also on a different episode talking about the different categories that men put women in. But back to um, what we're talking about here, immature. A lot of times the immaturity comes out when you guys are out in public. Maybe it's the way the person acts towards the waiter or maybe towards your friends. You just have to have the time to analyze and determine and see how does this person act in certain situations and circumstances. 
Another one is a person that is always unavailable. A person that you can never catch up with, nine times out of ten, people think, okay, this they got somebody. That's not necessarily the case. They're just not available, and they're not making themselves available, right? People do make time for whoever they are interested in, period. There's no way around it. People make time for who they're interested in. And if they are not interested in you or don't have the time to talk to you, then they are either making time for themselves or some someone else. It is what it is. But it's always it does not necessarily mean that there's somebody else. It just means that you just have not they're not at the point where they're just going to drop whatever they're doing just to be available for you. It is what it is. So someone that's not available to you, why be available for them? The next one is financially unstable. Being financially unstable, no one should be dating, male or female, period. You shouldn't. Focus, excuse me, I'm eating ice. Focus on getting yourself together. Because when you have your finances together, your mind is clear, you think clearer, you feel better about yourself. And you can be all that you need to be for that person. No one in a financial bind where they can't pay their own bills should be out kicking it like they don't have stuff that they need to take care of. Now, I'm not saying just because things are tight, you shouldn't enjoy life, you shouldn't date. But if you are at a point where you can't afford to eat, keep your lights on, people start getting desperate. And as women, sometimes women are always called gold diggers and things of that nature and I know that the best thing for you to do is to make sure that you are together first so that you can be healthy for the person that you are as that person needs to be ready for you the same thing with men don't be trying to date women and you don't have money to take them out it's lame don't do it Um, the next is a person that angers quickly. Now this shouldn't be confused with a person that is confrontational or jealous. You have jealous people that are not angry. They're just jealous hearted. You also have people that are confrontational that are not angry. Some people love to debate and love to argue, but a person that gets angry all the time and that angers quickly you have to watch that watch out for that that's a person with a temper a problem and chances are it would be best to make sure that you don't get too caught up in a relationship with that person the next one is a person that you always catch in some lies 
And I don't care what type of lies they are. I don't care if it's a little lie. I don't care if they say the lie was to protect you. A person that lies can't be trusted. I don't care if it's white lies. It's a lie. There is, we're all grown here. There's no need to deal with a person who always has a story or a reason or we too old for that. So a person that straight up lies. Now I get it. You can say, D, you know, sometimes, you know, we don't always tell the truth. Yeah. Okay. But I would prefer for you to keep it real with whoever you're dating because then you don't have to remember what lie you told and then four months down the road they looking at you crazy because you done forgot the lie that you told a couple months back or things not adding up so your best bet is to be completely transparent with a person in the beginning and things become a lot easier as you grow into whatever a relationship It's something you're not comfortable with discussing or disclosing. Just be honest and be upfront. And that's not you being secretive. That's you saying, you know what, right now I'm not at the point where I'm comfortable enough to discuss this with you. And they can either take it or leave it. You um, also need to look out for a person that continues to live in the past. People that live in the past tend to always bring up their exes. Regardless if they're over their ex or not, that's not even the question or the concern. A person that continues to bring up stuff about their ex, you did something like their ex did or something reminded them about their ex, they are still living in the past. And unfortunately, it is for them, it's not your job to pull them out of that. Can you believe it? We are already down to number 16. So number 16 is a person that is unaccountable. Unaccountable is different from a person that is unavailable or unreliable. Okay. A person that is unaccountable does not take any responsibility for anything that they may have done. Now, understand we're human, right? You call me out on some BS. It may take me a minute to even acknowledge or even realize that I'm wrong, right? So we all do that. Sometimes you can be arguing arguing until you are blue in the face knowing that you are wrong. Like, I've done it. We've all done it. And you'd be like, dang, I don't want to admit that I'm right, so I'm going to keep on arguing this truth. Everybody does that, right? But a person that takes no accountability at any point about anything, that is somebody that you can't even, it's not even worth it. It's not. They, nothing's ever their fault. Their fault. Number 17 is a person that is unsure. If a person is unsure about you and unsure about them themselves as it relates to not them as a person but unsure about where you guys are that's something to look out for especially if there's been enough time in your mind uh, for that person to know 
wh- how they feel about you. If they don't know how they feel about you, hopefully you're at a state where you're healthy enough to know that you're not asking this too soon. But if a person is just unsure about you, you got to respect it for it is. It is a red flag, not necessarily about them, but it's a red flag as to for you to acknowledge and understand you guys are not where you need to be or where you would like for it to be and you may need to pump the brakes. So that's number number 17. Another another um another thing to look out for is a person that always seems to be depressed. Now, emotional and depression, emotional was um, number eight, being depressed. That's a little bit different because a person that's depressed doesn't necessarily mean that they're showing their emotions. But they're always down. Nothing lifts them up. Nothing's positive. Um, nothing that you say. Or maybe they're depending on you too much. To bring the happiness into your life. So that's going into number 19. Someone that's too dependent. But the depression. Someone who it seems like they're always, always down. And can never ever find themselves outside of being happy. I mean, outside of happiness, like outside of happiness. That's not the right time, but they are always finding them. You know what I'm trying to say? They're always down about something. They can always find something to dampen the mood. A lot of times these people are negative and don't even know it. They don't even know it. The next one is a person that is clingy in the beginning for some people it may be cute it may be like um my girl wants me around she's checking on me or my man keeps on calling me he's worried about me but a person that consistently does that eventually it drains you it pulls the energy and the life out of you okay so person that is clingy And then number 20 is the person that is always playing a victim or putting a guilt trip on you. And a lot of times you don't notice it, but if you find yourself always apologizing or always feeling like you're doing something wrong or you keep on doing something to make this person feel a certain type of way, then chances are maybe you guys are not as compatible as you thought you are. And it's not may, may not even be a a red flag for that person as far as that person's characteristics, but it's a red flag for the relationship that you are trying to develop with this person. Okay. So those are 20 red flags that you can or should kind of pay attention to and look out for. I'm not going to give you a magic number and say if you find somebody that has X out of these 20, then run, because there's really no magic formula. 
sure there are some red flags that are more more alarming than others but you definitely have a bit of a blueprint to follow in order to determine what to look out for who to dodge um and some things that maybe you haven't discovered or realized about yourself. Maybe some of these red flags are what you give off to some people. And I'll tell you, the quickest thing to do is to run somebody off by exhibiting one or some of those traits. Um, and if that's who you are, that's you and that's how you feel about everything, if you always feel like you're the victim or maybe you're depressed or right now you're not in a financial situation to be dating, maybe you shouldn't be dating right now because you want to give your best foot forward when trying to get to know someone. So hopefully this this um, help or help someone. If you have any questions or if you want to share a story or have a show idea, don't hesitate to give us a call or, or a shoot us an email at Dayton while black. All right. Thanks for your support. And I hope you have a good day until next time. This is D and I'm signing out. Bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of dating while black. If you have a show idea or a suggestion, please reach out to us at info at datingwhileblack.org. This show was brought to you in part by Blush Bartending, Kitty Paw Shoes, Brunch and Body, and The Hunt Dallas. To find out more about Dating While Black, Please check us out on all social media platforms. You can also visit our website at www.datingwhileblack.org. We appreciate your support. And as always, put a big smile on someone's face and go love on someone.